Salutations! Ow! And welcome to the 78th episode yeah. of the In the House Are we podcast. already on 78? 78! Holy crap. Feels like just yesterday we were, uh, we were coming up with what we were going to talk about and stupid segments and nicknames and it was a thing. Remember when we were writing stuff down? Oh yeah, we had a plan. We, we had, had like a, notebooks. No, now we just show now up. We're just like whatever. You got some? You got some coffee? You got some booze to put in it? Let's do this. Cool. Uh, so we are uh, the seventy eighth episode of the In the House podcast, which is the official podcast of Scouts House Supporters yes. Group, which is an official supporters group of Louisville City Football Club. Yes. I am your host, Evan Floyd, and I am uh, scintillated to be here this evening. <laughs> yeah, I'm scintillated to be here this evening. All right. Uh, as we are now fully engulfed in yeah. the playoffs. It is like playoff it's time. It's the playoffs. Now. Yeah. Uh, last week, we uh, we had uh, Coach Hackworth on. Got to talk about like the beginning of the playoffs. I wow. love having, I just want to say... I love having Coach on. Same. I like his his enthusiasm for being on. Yeah, is yeah. infectious. Uh, I like the cut of his jib. I do. Yeah, he's a he's a good guest. He, he and he's knowledge about knowledgeable about our specific sub, subject matter. Very. Which very. is you know the team that he is the head coach of. <laughs> so it's nice. It's like he knows what he's talking about. It's weird. right. It's nice having him there for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, tonight we are Sans guest, so I'm going to have to rely on the broad shoulders of my partner, oh. who tonight is coming to you live from a music shop in Chicago, Illinois, in search of I Just Called to Say I Love You by Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Andy Frederick, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Andy, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, they got mad at me when I asked for it. In a, yeah? They got mad they at me. They sent you to the mall? They did. <laughs> they did. What was the, what was the name of the store... In the, mall, uh, um, in the mall, or the, or there's a very famous, not famous, but like they were all over the place. It was like the big franchise music store. Yeah, what was it called? I don't know. I don't know. It's they been sent a long me time, there. man. They sent me Sam there. Goody. <laughs> it was after that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But Virgin they sent me Records. there. They got they got pretty mad at me because RCA Records. I don't. Really I also that. told them that I didn't, in fact, own Blonde on Blonde. Sure, they got pissed about that too. Yeah, they don't like that. No. All right, so uh, after our inside jokes about Empire, uh, not Empire Records, God, no. about high fidelity, high fidelity. we'll uh, we'll uh, carry on. Um, if you also, if you haven't seen High Fidelity, do yourself a favor. Oh man, it's a I don't know how you're living. Go watch High Fidelity. It's a top five. Oh my, easily with a bullet. With a bullet. All right, so it is uh, today is Wednesday. Yeah, we are just mere days away from the Eastern Conference semifinals. Oof. Where our Louisville City Football Club will be taking on the number one seed, yeah, undefeated at home, Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Oh, I hate Pittsburgh. We're going to Pittsburgh. I hate them. Bob Lillyball. I hate Bob Lillyball. We have not scored against Pittsburgh this season. Zero goals in 180 minutes. Uh... It's going to be a challenge, but before we talk about the challenge that is ahead, let us talk about the challenge we have uh, surpassed, Yeah, and that was uh, the rainiest game of this year, probably. Yeah, no, definitely the rainiest game of this season. Of this season, sure. Uh, Birmingham would have been, but we canceled it because we're right-thinking human beings. Yeah. So instead, the rainiest game of this year, uh, we just played Tampa in the Eastern Conference quarterfinals. Yeah. The round of 16, if yes, you will. Yes, yes. 
and uh, we won. Unsurprisingly. It is unsurprising because we have never lost a home playoff game. No. No. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, so uh, first year, 2-0 and at home. Yeah. No, 1-0 and at home the first year. Second year, 2-0 and at home. Third year, 4-0 and at home. Yeah. Fourth year, 4-0 and at home. This year, 1-0 and at home. That's that's a lot of O's. That's a good record. <laughs> yeah, they, we, we play well in the playoffs at home. We famously have never won away from home in a playoff game, but we'll get to that as we talk about yeah. Pittsburgh. Tampa game, most notably, it was really wet, so the conditions weren't ideal. It was it was acceptably warm, and there were sections of the game where it was dry. Yes. But the field was never dry, but there were sections of the game where there was yeah. not rain falling from the sky. I kind of feel like, and I actually talked about this uh, with another member of Scouse's house, Jared Engler, I kind of feel like it worked for us. Okay, in what way? Because... If you live in Louisville, or if you're a team in Louisville, that kind of weather, you are no stranger to it. Sure. Right? I'm not saying Tampa is a stranger to it, but it gets rainy in Florida. Very much so. But it rarely gets as chilly as it was. Okay. So, uh, mid-50s rain, less common than a mid-70s rain. I think it worked for us. All right. I thought that ultimately both teams basically tried to do what they do, which uh, yeah. which I liked. That uh, nobody said we're going to change everything we do because of this rain. We came out and uh, we did what we do and they do what they do. Which is uh, the formations all looked roughly similar. Tampa mm-hmm. was a little different than they usually are, yeah. especially in the first half. Uh, but we came out aggressive. Loose City came out really hunting an early Re- goal, yeah. which I liked. Uh, especially attacking the Scouse end. They knew that they had the uh, the unsure footing for their opponents on the uh, Turf Monster, and so they really came out with the gas pedal down. Yeah. Uh, had a real nice chance about the 10th minute. Uh, didn't quite come to fruition. Uh, had another really nice chance about the 17th minute. But then, Maggie. Two goals in 73 or 77 seconds. Regardless, on the broadcast, they had not yet finished explaining the previous no. goal when this goal was yeah. scored. Uh, it was lightning quick, and the plays looked remarkably similar. We take a ball away in transition. Yeah. We make a nice ball played out wide. Uh, the ball is played from uh, the out wide position across the middle. Uh, the first one is played directly to Magnus at the penalty spot, and uh, he stroked it home. Not his cleanest hit of all time, but in the rain, in the traffic, mm-hmm. it did the trick. And also, he placed it well, yeah. despite not hitting it clean. And it wasn't even like a, a rocket, but it didn't no. need to be. Yeah, it was know? not well hit, but it, it found where it needed to go. Yeah. Um, and then uh, less than 77 seconds later, a similar ball is played in. Instead of being played directly across to Magnus, they played it sort of the short ball. Uh, Ownby got a foot on it first, mm-hmm. tapped it up, and then uh, Magnus uh, slammed it home. Yeah. Very, very similar-looking plays coming from uh, the offense's left back to the middle of the field, both of them coming on transition take transitional mm-hmm. takeaways, both of them on a bl- ball played out wide. Yeah. It was nice-looking nice stuff. I feel like Oscar this... Oscar doing work. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, jeez. I feel like this is the times that we've had Coach on. Mm-hmm. He said, the way that we play this year, we attack. We want the ball, and we want to attack. And I feel like this was as close to 
the absolute version of what he has in mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Keep yep. knocking on the door. Keep putting them in. Keep putting it in the box. Keep taking shots. Right. And statistically speaking, something's going to go in. I yep. feel like this was the perfect example of the soccer that he wants. Well, and we talked about it earlier this year that uh, it's sort of the way that we draw up a game plan mm-hmm. also, which is it's not let's get one, it's let's get two. And then you fade back a little bit. This team is designed to take then take advantage of yeah. uh, of a defense stretching itself against us. Yeah. And so, uh, but falling behind is not really our bag. Our goal is to get out and get a lead, and then play with that lead and slowly yeah. extend it, like strangling a team. Yeah. Uh, the more you have to score, the more open you are to our counters, and the more we're going to score, and the more you have to open yourself to our counters. It's really a nice system. Yeah. Uh, we had to find other ways to win throughout this year where we fell behind so frequently mm-hmm. that we didn't really get to implement that game plan. I thought it worked well here where uh, you get the two goals and then we kept the pressure on throughout the remainder of the first half. Mm-hmm. Probably should have had a uh, an, another goal before the end of the half as Speedy Skies won, yeah. uh, which is irritating. Uh, you know, it is what it is. We played a couple, we had a couple of balls go directly straight at McCarthy yeah, uh, and so you know you never get that you never get that third one. But even then, you're still making them work. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Uh, and then uh, attacking the Scouts and Tampa never really put much together. No, they didn't look super threatening in that first half. Um, Poku has the one nice drive into the box uh, by himself. Uh, cut. Yeah. He just does all the work straight from midfield, and then uh, drags one just wide. Yeah, and Lucky was there. Yeah, you feel like if he puts that a foot and a half to the right, it's in the goal, or a foot and a half to the left, and Lucky taps it in. Yeah. But uh, fortunately, it was neither of those, and it yeah. rolled out of bounds harmlessly for a goal kick. Thanks, bud. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> just missed. Uh, it was the one real shining spot from Tampa in that first half, though. Where ultimately I thought we dictated the pace, we dictated the run of play, we looked like the better team. Second half, Tampa made some adjustments, moved back sort of to more of what they usually do. Yeah. In uh, with uh, five midfielders, and uh, they sort of formed into a little bit of a diamond in the middle of the field, and that was tougher for us to adjust to. Uh, I really thought that we took our foot off the gas in the second half where it didn't feel like we were quite pressing as much for a goal. We sort of seemed like we thought, these guys can't really score on us. We're going to let them bang their heads on us for a while. And uh, we did. And it panned out really well for the first you know, 30 minutes of the yeah. second half. And then they really, you know, down two, you're really going to start putting it, putting it on. Some interesting subs from, uh, from Hack in this game. I'm not saying the wrong subs. I'm really not. I'm just saying I was intrigued by uh, the substitutions that we made. Brian Ownby had a really dangerous game, yeah. and uh, you bring him off to put Paolo on. And you're thinking in that moment, hey, Paolo's been the MVP of this team. He yeah. uh, is the captain. He is a defensive-minded midfielder, and so you are just falling back into a better shape here. To try to play defense yeah. and finish the game The idea of being off. break up their midfield even more so. Right. right? And uh, it didn't shake out really well. It felt like things were sort of crowded in the middle. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I've noticed is that Tosh played that six role quite a bit. Speedy played that six role marvelously all year. Yeah. And Paolo is used to being that six role. And sometimes I think those three aren't quite on the same page trying to play that spot together. 
Yeah. That uh, everybody's sort of shifting into the same areas in the middle, and it's leaving some ground uncovered out wide. Yeah. Uh, I thought Tampa took some advantage of that, especially with uh, Oscar failing to get back on their goal, yeah. where uh, Gonzati gets gets into space out on the right and uh, slots one home with uh, nobody in front of him, really. No. We had a lot of bodies in the middle of the pitch, Nobody out wide Nobody to cover him, wide, yeah. and uh, you can see at the end of the play, uh, Oscar sprinting back, but, you know, what are you going to do? And I'm sure Oscar thought when Gonzati goes by him that you're releasing him into another defensive player, yeah. and then there was nobody yeah. there. There was nobody there. So uh, they get the goal back, and now it's, you know, whew, white knuckle time. It's uh, you, got a lot, you got a lot left at that point. Ten minutes to go. Um, Luke comes on. Uh, we put Luke on, and uh, I'm fine with playing Luke up top. You're looking for a holding striker. You're saying we need to have somebody that you can outlet the ball to. Yeah. If we're just going to be clearing the ball as often as we were, you want somebody who can stop the ball yeah, at the top, absolutely. and that's more him than anybody else. Uh, and then the final substitution was uh, Hopido, I believe, came off, yeah. and Akil, Akil Watts comes on. on. And so now you're looking at a very defensive-minded team, as Akil Watts is essentially playing in that number 10 spot. Yeah. It was very unusual. It was weird to see him. I kind of got it. And, like, everybody kind of got it. Like, okay, so we're just trying to hold a lead. Yeah. All we're doing now is, essentially all we're doing now is clearing the ball. Yeah. I, I just it, it felt in like an ineffectual uh, substitution to bring on Watts and have him play high up the field to me. At that yeah. point... I mean, if you're just saying we're going to kill the clock off here, then just go to a five-man back line, call it what it is, and go ahead yeah. and bring Alexi in and let him play an extra yeah. fullback, in my mind. Um, but, you know, I, I, who am I to criticize? We hold on for the win. Yeah. And uh, in really weird conditions against a team that was in first or second place for most of the season. Now, could that have been, like, give Hopeno some... Some rest. Maybe. I mean, and you know, that's Bring in one Akeel, thing. who's a solid player, who's showed himself to be a solid sure. player. Bring him in and just like, let's give yeah. T-Hop some rest. Maybe. I, I really don't have an answer for that. One thing we've really learned, or that I feel like I've really learned, is that we never really know what we're talking about. No. That all, we're not we're not in that locker room. No, we don't, don't know, know if uh, early on Ownby was like, hey, my hamstring's feeling a little tight, running in this rain's making me scared. You don't know if somebody's saying yeah. that. I mean, you don't know if uh, George Davis the fourth is like, "Hey, I- I'm garbage in these conditions. Don't play me tonight." You know, you right. don't know if that's what's happening. Uh, Alexi Swai, he's got a migraine. You, you just don't know. So and so's girlfriend broke up with him, and they don't feel like playing today. Whatever the thing is, we don't know what's really no, yeah. going on. All we get to see are the decisions, and those decisions can look unorthodox, even when they're the only decision that they have to make. Or it could be unorthodox, and he's got a game plan that we don't understand, and all I know is it resulted in a win. Yeah. Resulted in a win. So we're holding on down the stretch. They got a whole bunch of corner kicks that were driving me nuts, but we did a great job of defending corners all night. Like, all yeah. night. Paco Craig played a beast of a game in this. Hell yeah, he did. Uh, Napo, again, an absolute menace in the midfield. Yeah. Uh, I thought Napo played really well. I thought Hopano had a great game, especially really tracking back. Uh, he broke up a lot of uh, offensive stuff before it could really develop for Tampa. I was yeah. thrilled with him. Uh, those three stood out to me as great players on the night. I thought Pat was solid. I thought Tosh was solid. I thought that Hubbard really didn't have much to do. Pat, I don't know if, if this was if it if, the, if it's me, 
But I even said something during the game. I was like, because it's easy. A lot of the times, we, you, you see a team play the long ball, and you, five people are going up for a header, right? Yeah. To get some piece of it. Pat seemed like he had a little extra height oh. in his jump. So you're saying that he may have worn the uh, the go-go gadget springs? I feel like he did, because he got up there a few times over some people who had like six inches on Wow. Well, yeah, Pat McMahon is the ultimate gamer. It's his hair. And, uh, the, it's the hair. That Samson hair. It's the Samson hair. Dragging him skyward on those yeah. leaps. Uh, ultimately, it was a good game in terms of we won. That's yeah. the only metric that matters, and Hackworth's been pretty direct about that. That in the playoffs, doesn't matter what it looks like. No, go get a win. Yeah, and we advance, and it leads to Lily Ball on the road. They are literally my least favorite team to play at Highmark Stadium. We know what this is. Oh. So let's let, before we go into that, let's let's give a little bit of context for the remainder of the bracket. Uh, Indy beats New York Red Bulls two, and they advance. Nashville beats Charleston Battery, and they advance. I don't feel like either of those are surprising, though. No, I thought honestly, I thought uh, I went back and watched some. I thought Charleston may have been the better team, but uh, Nashville escapes. Uh, As does. New York just collapsed. I mean, Indy didn't they do a lot the to last win, four games of the season. Yeah. The last. So that game uh, is a little background context. Indy in Nashville. The seeds hold firm. So Nashville's one, two, three, and four. Um, I like Nashville in this game. Nashville's going to win. That. Partially because it's at home. And partially because these are both teams that really want to play good defense against yeah. each other. And not only do they really want to play good defense against each other, but... Nashville's got the better offensive weapons. Yeah. So both of them are really just sort of uh, throwing the ball forward and hoping. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll play great defense, and then we'll see what happens. Uh, Nashville's got the more dangerous guys on the we'll see what happens end. As we have seen. Yeah. And so uh, I'm, I am I give Nashville a little, little advantage in that game. Uh, but, I mean, I won't be shocked if Indy pulls it out. But I expect it to be Nashville. you got to assume that Nashville's going to start Cameron, right? No. Really? No. No, no, no. It's Daniel, it's Daniel Rios over there. I mean, they, they've pretty well made it clear at this point that Rios is the is their guy. Cam might get some minutes if he's full and if he's fully fit, which it's been unclear if he is or not. There have been times when I thought he wasn't available and he's gotten in for ten minute cameos, and there have been times where I thought he was completely healthy and they don't even bring him in when they're down a goal, and you're going, what the hell? So I don't have any idea what Cam's deal Trying is. To save this up year. on the MLS contract. Well, right? and it's one of those deals where, man. I love the team we have, and I'm not, you know, second guessing or wishing or hoping or anything. But you sort of wonder what if you had 2018 Cam Lancaster playing with the 2019 Lou City team. Oh my God! What kind of year we have? I think it's a different animal. But uh, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I expect it to be Nashville, but Indy will give them a tough game. That'll be a boring ass game to watch. And uh, yeah, it'll be two teams waiting for the other one to do something. Yeah, the ball just sits. In the, the ball sits <laughs> at the center circle. You guys go at each other. You guys go. Love it. No, love it. Uh, so that's the other half of our bracket. Out west, I'm told they played soccer. I don't really know. Apparently, uh, Phoenix did win. Uh, the, that's the interesting bit. Is in the west, there are four teams remaining, and if any of those teams advances, that is not Phoenix to the final, then the East will host the final. Yeah. So, uh, and no matter which of the four teams it is in the East. So, no matter what, Phoenix would host the final if they're in it. 
And no matter what, if Phoenix isn't in it, the Eastern Conference representative will host. So Phoenix is going to lose. That's not so we're rooting against Phoenix. They had a, a very Cincinnati-ish start to the playoffs. People have been noting this comparison. Last year, Cincinnati has the most dominant season the USL yeah. has ever seen in the regular season. Uh, they go in and have a very nerve-wracking uh, penalty kick shootout Ooh. win in the first round. And then they play a uh, MLS 2 team that is famously good in the playoffs uh, in the second week, and they lose. Sac- Phoenix had the exact same experience, and now they're having the exact same experience. So uh, they, you know, no, just watch no. this space. That's all Phoenix I'm saying. Phoenix is going to lose. Watch this space. Uh because it's soccer and that's what happens. It is. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I don't know enough about the West. If we make it, you know, not on wood many, many times. If we were to make it to the final, we'll uh, we'll do the appropriate Western Conference research. But, you know, until then, come on. Right, right. Who's watching a simulation? You get sick of binary code eventually. <laughs> All right. So uh, now let's get into the meat here. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Highmark Stadium, A, really nice stadium. Really cool looking stadium. Seats about 5,000. Realistically, they'll put up to 6,000 in there mm-hmm. uh, for this game. I expect them to have, if not a sellout, very close. The weather's supposed to be lovely but chilly. It's supposed to be like 42, but but sunny skies and low wind. So it's supposed to be chilly but lovely. If you're bundled up, it'll be a lovely game to be at. Um, we expect a good crowd from uh, Lou City. Yeah, we know of. Uh, we know that uh, there are some people making the trip up there on their own. We also know that uh, Toyota has come through in a big way and helped to sponsor a uh, luxury caravan bus yeah. uh, to take fifty. Lucky Lou City fans and a few even luckier staff members mm-hmm. up to Pittsburgh. Uh, so we'll be we'll be bringing in a really nice contingent of fans. I expect the fans to be loud and aggressive and to make it feel as much like home as possible. Uh, but that's all secondary. Like I mean, having a good crowd support is yeah. helpful. It's important. It's good. It's helpful. It's good. But it's not what's going to win this game for them. What's going to win this game for them is going to be scoring goals. I mean, that's the bottom line is we've played 180 minutes against these guys and haven't scored a goal. The last four games we've played against Bob Lilly teams, we have gone two losses and two draws. Bob Lilly's had our number since we beat Rochester in the playoffs in 2017. And so this is a big game. Uh, It's going to be a really difficult game. We need to prove that we can go out there and score on these guys. Uh, Greenspan and the defense for Pittsburgh are monsters, and they are consistently sound. They don't gamble. They don't make mistakes. No. They don't do a shitty job of passing. They're happy to just clear it. These guys are not going to like, oh, we're trying to make the clever pass to the... No, no, no. no. If it smells at all like trouble, they're just going to clear it and make you come back at them again. And they're good at it. Yeah. And they hold their shape. And also, they've got some supremely dangerous dudes should you should you make a mistake. Uh, and that was proven in their game against Bethlehem, where, to be fair, they went up a man. Yeah. But even before they went up a man, it was 3-0. So, I mean, this is not like it was... 
So the game, I believe, ends seven nothing, eight nothing, yeah. seven nothing, something along those lines. Nico Brett scores four. Uh, Nico Brett's really good. Like, let's just let's call a spade a spade here. Nico yeah. Brett is really good. He's really dangerous. So is Duba Dos Santos, Steven Dos Santos. Really good. Uh, those guys can score goals, and so they're frankly they're very similar to to Nashville in that respect. Sound defensively, smart defensively, and then if they get the ball into space to their playmakers, they'll burn you. Yeah, they'll make you. They'll they'll put you into some pain. Um, they're good. They're the number one seed for a reason. Yeah. All of that is true. Yes. The other thing that is true, and I feel this in my bones. I made my prediction earlier in the year of what yeah. I thought would happen, and uh, you know, so far, still on pace. But besides what I predicted earlier in the year, I'll make it a corollary to that. Okay. This game's 50-50 to me. <coughs> I can see us. I can see how we come out and win it. I can see how we come out and lose it. I can see how we play a zero-zero draw through the regular time, extra time. And then I can see how it goes 80 to 80 in penalty kicks. Yeah, like, I mean, that could all happen. Get down to keepers taking penalty kicks. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like the fourth time the keepers have had yeah. to take penalty kicks. Um, with all of that being said, I think that the winner of this game wins the USL championship. Yeah. I think that whoever comes out of this game, I think, is the ultimate champion. I think this is the championship game. Yeah. Nobody told the other eight teams that are remaining. Yeah. Like nobody was no, like, yeah, the absolutely. other six teams don't realize that what they're doing is pointless and that this is the championship game. Yeah. I'm not saying that Nashville or Indy on the road won't be a tough game, but I think that if you vanquish Pittsburgh, you go and you take care of business. Yeah. I'm not saying that Phoenix isn't as good as everybody thinks they are. No, I am saying that. They are almost certainly not as good as everybody thinks There's they no are. There's no barometer for right. us. For that. Like, how can you it's tell? Like, it's, like me, it's like me playing basketball against nine-year-olds. Yeah, it's like... I look like Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, it's there's not. just no, like, actual way to tell. Mm-hmm. So, this game to me, I think, is the, is the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And everybody else who thinks that some other game is the game hasn't been paying attention. No. Is my, is my thought process. I think they're the two best teams. I think they're the two teams that are playing the best. And so you put both of those together, and you've really got something uh, nervy going on. It's going to be a stressful game to watch, mm-hmm. no matter what. Unless, like, unless, you know, we just come out and, like, put four in yeah. in the first half. It's yeah, like, that would oh, be well. really, that would, feel, <laughs> that would feel really good. Oh, okay. Um, no, it's going to be a stressful game to watch, no matter what. Yeah, I think that uh, I've got three players that I think will make the difference in this game. Okay. For us. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to bother mentioning Hubbard. He has to play well. He'll face seven to ten shots. Yeah. Three of them will be on target, and if he doesn't save all of them, then we're in trouble. Yeah. Or at least save two of them, you know. Uh, He's got to play well, obviously. The back line's got to stand up for sure. Uh, but to me, the three most important players are the three players across the front. Niall, Antoine, and Brian have to play a great game. And I don't mean shoot well. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be helpful. No, they, they're going to be smart. They got to be brilliant in this game. You've yeah. got to, you've got to find seams in that defense yeah. and you've got to find each other 
when they're finding those seams. Yeah. And I, I've got this weird feeling that Nile has a monster game. Yeah. That we we remember this eight years from now as the Nile McCabe. It game. does kind of have a victory for us. Does against Pittsburgh specifically does have Nile just for how much of a workhorse he is. Yep. This is the game to utilize that. Yep. Uh, and the fact that we've talked on the show about the, he's good at everything. Mm. He's not the best at very many things, but he's good at everything. He plays well at every position. But I think that the place where he is best is I think he might have the best mental image of the game in his head. I think he yeah. might see the game yeah. better than any of our other players. Magnus is probably our most technical. Brian's our fastest. Yeah. Luke's probably our best finisher. Yeah. Antoine's probably got the best sense of space. Like Everybody's got a thing they do. But I think he, Niall might see the game better than anybody else. He's a forest through the trees player. When he's not emotionally uh, invested. <laughs> yeah. So he's got to stay. But, and here's the thing is he can play well when he's mad, but he, whatever mental state he's in, he's going to have to play a phenomenal game. But I can see this being a game where he scores a direct kick from 20, where he has a perfect pass to a streaking Hopeno. Yeah. And where he has an important tackle that gets picked up by Brian Ownby and dished off to Luke for yeah. the, for the finisher see, to seal it. I, I can see him using all three of those things in this game. I see this, though. Like, I see scoring for us coming, like, creepily close. Yeah, like what we've like been doing. way oh, okay. into the box. Super in there. Like, way up in there. Because we're going to have, like, a defense like that, I feel like, does not lend itself to Thunder Bastards. Well, see, and I think sometimes the opposite. I think sometimes you psych yourself out about trying to get into the box against those big guys. And so you stop thinking, all right, we got to make four perfect passes to get by these guys. Maybe yeah. it's just, fuck it, I'm going to stroke this. I'm going to stroke <coughs> it. And so, especially on a free kick, which Niall's proven he's very good at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've got Nile. In fact, I'm, call, I'm 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 not predicting, but this is my call. Yeah. One on a free kick. Okay. One assist. And one bone crunching tackle to create a new scoring chance. Okay. He's gonna have all three of those things and play his regular game of you know workman just right. doing work. And so we'll we'll look back and go. Remember how we won three nothing against Pittsburgh, and Niall McCabe was instrumental in all three of those goals. That's what we'll remember. That's my thought. Okay, I like it, and I think that that's my that's what I'll call my prediction. Now, keep in mind, I am an employee of the yeah, team, and so is. any thoughts that are anything thoughts or opinions that I share are my thoughts and opinions alone, not and they do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Louisville City Football Club, any of our partners, sponsors, or affiliates. But that's what I got. I got three nil, and all of them are are Nile created. It's got to be exhausting marking Nile. Like if you're an opposing team, not because he's fast, because he's not really, not for any other reason than he just doesn't quit. Nope. Like he is the bulldog of the team. Yeah. You know what I mean, like so, if you're an opposing player, it's got to be like, dude, just stop. Do you ever right like? Dude, stop! Come yeah. on, man. Like I, I we we just ran over there. We got to run over there. You're not even yeah, gonna get no. the ball. It's gotta be exhausting. Fine, it's I'll follow be exhausting. you. Oh, are you yelling at the ref now? Okay. Yeah. All right. This will give me a second. Hold on. Oh, thank God. Here's and here's the thing about playoff soccer. 
it's kind of a double-edged sword. Because if you'll notice, refs are a little looser, it seems like. Well, they don't want to be the thing that decides a game. But but for that reason, like they're a little like they'll let a little more go. And, because it's, and Tampa was kind of a reminder there a few times. It was like, is that you're that's not going to call not anything? Get a card? That's you're not, not going to call anything right now? Yeah, there are a few times, and it went both ways. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, no ref wants to be remembered as the guy who made the call that cost somebody a game. Exactly, and then you'd rather have a non-call cost them the game than a yeah, call. Yeah, but well, and on you know, and at the same time, you see. Extended stoppage times. Like, Tampa people were like, oh, we're going to get like three, four minutes stoppage. I was like, no. We're going to get at least five. Yeah. At least the extended stoppage time. So, it's, you know, playoffs, man. Yeah. They're Fucking exhausting. Playoffs. They're exhausting. Uh, playoff history. Before I get your predictions. Playoff history. Lou City has never lost an Eastern Conference semifinal. Okay. We have advanced to the conference finals all four years. Okay. We have never surrendered a goal. In a conference semifinal. Really? 6-0 in our favor over four games. I've got that streak continuing with the 3-0 victory over Pittsburgh. Uh, that being said, we're 1-1 one one against Bob Lilly teams in the playoffs. Yeah, he's, uh, he's tough. He's I hate tough. Bob Lilly, but respect him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is it is what it is. And they we talked earlier in the year about how they didn't really look like a Bob Lilly team, and they were really... No, they're, they're a little bit more... Yeah. With the notable exception of the thrashing they just delivered to Pittsburgh, I mean, to Bethlehem. <laughs> Birmingham, I apologize. Not Bethlehem, Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, they, they've looked more like a Bob Lilly team over the last three months. Over the last three months, they've rounded into a Bob Lilly team. Yeah. Of, uh, of playing pack line defense. And it's good. They're good at it. They're smart. It's scary. Well, they'll be tough to beat. Andy, will we manage it? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I, li- I like your confidence. What do you got? The suspense is killing me. I'm, t- I'm trying to think. I got 2 nothing. 2 nil. Okay. Where do they I come from? Nothing. They Where come do- from... I like Nile. I like it. Yeah. For that specific reason. Yeah. Like, dude's a bulldog. He yep. just doesn't wear down. This is a Nile. This game has got Nile McCabe written on it. And he's going to do something nuts. It's going to be like the. It's going to be like his goal against New York. Oof. That would be a sight to recall. Because. Fading away from the goal 24 yards out, bending it around the entire like, field to the back top corner. That's a goal. That's a golazo. <laughs> yeah. And goals like that are demoralizing. Oh, absolutely. You're like, there is literally nothing I could have done You did better. nothing. Yeah. You did nothing to stop this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and not only did you do nothing to stop this, there was literally nothing you could have done. Mm-hmm. You were marking me. I was guarded. I was yeah. going yeah. the wrong direction, 24 yards away from the goal, and I still scored. You you could have do, the only thing you could possibly have done would have been to actually tackle me like yeah. a American football yeah. player. You were inconsequential. Yeah, I just decided <laughs> I was going to score, and then I did, and you stood there and took it like a um, child. I see. I see one of those. Something similar to that. Hmm. And something from a set piece. Okay. I don't know what kind of set piece. 
are you going to go ahead and give me a uh, from Oscar to Paco prediction? Set pieces that's got Oscar to Paco written all over it. I feel like we Those deserve one words. more. Those are your words. I feel like we deserve <laughs> one more. We do. And I think it's what's going to happen. All right. Oscar to Paco um, and a uh, banger from Nile. Yeah. All right. And then we just, I think they come late. Okay. I think we go, I think that first half is nothing, nothing. You think it's a nail biter in like the 65th, 70th? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I can, I can get behind that. Like, I'm going to be there. And, and part of that is because I think we bring in Luke. Yeah. I still, I love when we sub in Luke. Me too. Love he's a, it. He's a game changer almost every time. Love it. I think we sub in Luke and Luke does some Luke stuff and yeah. clears maybe, people out of order. Or maybe he's the guy who draws the foul before the yeah. set-piece goal, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Move. Doing Luke stuff. Uh, I'm going to be at this game. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely excited to be at it. I have personally never been to Highmark. I've seen a lot of pictures. I've watched a lot of stuff about it. I've never personally been there. I'm excited about it. I think it should be a fun trip. How long of a, how long of a drive is that? So, in a car, when you're controlling it, you can do it in five and a half. Okay. You can do it in five if you were, you know, like, hell-bent. So, on a bus, like seven. On a bus, it'll be about seven. Yeah. And really, it'll be about eight, because you'll stop twice to get gas and uh, let everybody out to go use a toilet that's not moving and uh, buy greasy cheeseburgers, that sort of thing. But uh, when I went on the Chicago trip last year, the Chicago Fire bus trip last year, man, I, I can't describe how much this changes your level of fandom. That Chicago Fire game was God awful. Yeah. We got thrashed in that game. That was 4 nothing. Yeah, and we didn't look like we belonged on the field with them. No. Uh, it, it looked like... It was the only time I've ever seen us on the field look like we don't belong. Mm-hmm. Like, even when we've gotten beaten, even when I've thought, the other team's better than us today. I've never thought we don't belong. That was the only time when I thought... There's a, there's a clear and obvious difference between an MLSA lineup and a USLA lineup. Yeah. And uh, so the game was awful, but the experience of it was transformational. It was, you could see people becoming bigger fans. You're, yeah, there are movies on the bus, and yeah, yeah, there's drinking on the bus, and yeah, everybody's sort of, you'll chat with the person, people around you, but every now and then people would just like, you know what, we're going to sing a Lou City song, and it would just start, and everybody on the bus is singing along with it. And uh, you're you get to know a couple of people you've never met before yep. that are huge fans. And you get to the tailgate and you're there for a couple of hours and everybody's there. Yep. So you all arrive at the same time, you all set up at the same time in the same spot. There is a real community to it. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And my wife's coming along with me. Nice. She's gonna ride on the bus with me. So everybody, be very nice to uh, to to my wife on the bus. But I mean, I'm really excited for her to get to see this. Yeah. A Pittsburgh's a neat city, and I don't think she's ever been there. B, coming out of the tunnel Mm -hmm. into Pittsburgh is awesome. Because you're basically out in the middle of nothing. Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh, we're in, you know, the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. And then you go into a tunnel, and you come out of the tunnel, and you're in the middle of a freaking city. Yeah. It's cool. I'm looking forward to her seeing that. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to her getting to see, uh, getting to meet some of the other Coopers and to hang out with some of the fans that uh, I get to interact with on a daily basis. Yeah. And uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I will have some field duties, but mostly I'm going to be hanging around. Okay. I'll be hanging around. All right. 
Uh, and so I'm, I get to be 80% fan Evan for this game. Nice. I don't get to be quite drunk. I get to be almost drunk, okay. but not quite drunk. Yeah. And uh, I imagine I probably can't get away with cursing at the players or the refs. Maybe. But I can heckle a little. A little. Yeah. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm amped up about going to this game yeah. and seeing the, the atmosphere and some playoff soccer. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be electric. It's a big game, and you know you never want to think about it. But I mean, our season could be over. It could just yeah. be over on Saturday. Uh, we've never experienced that. We've always made it at least to the conference finals. I expect that streak to continue, but it is gonna be a brutally difficult That's game. A tough game. The, this won't shock me if this game <laughs> is decided by a red card. Uh, if it gets super physical, super early. Like, how the refs call this game is going to be important. Because yeah. they're going to be a bunch of nasty tackles. Oh, yeah. And so if the ref throws out some early yellow cards, that's dangerous. Because then you're looking at, like, the 60th minute. Somebody makes a dumb tackle while they're already on a yellow. Like, you can see that happening. Yeah, absolutely. Even more than, like, Niall losing his cool and screaming at a ref and getting sent off. You can picture this being a double yellow card game yeah. for somebody. And I'm not... Intentionally, I'm not mentioning nope. the name of any of our players, but we need to, you know, be cautious about that. Yeah, and feel out how the refs call in the game early. I think. I mean, I think they'll do the same thing. They'll yeah. let it go a little bit. Here's hope more than you, but it's super much the refs' discretion, and this game will be crazy physical. Yeah, and so if they've got a quick whistle. It's scary. It's it's tough. All right. I I still think we. I, <clears throat> so I made the prediction last week with Coach. Yeah, he wasn't there. No, he walked he away. Doesn't, he doesn't do predictions. Um, I hope I, I, I'm sticking with it. I think we win all. Of it. I, I hope you're right. I, think I hope we you're do. right. You know, months ago I predicted we'd at least make the final. I'm staying with that, and uh, it's exciting. I think we win all of it because it seems like everybody in the league knows that loose like playoff loose city. Is not a loose city you want to see. Yeah, I don't care if it's at your home field. I don't care. I got you. I'm feeling you. Yeah. Massively important game for the front line to stretch things. Yes. To find creases and to exploit them, not just with good quality runs, but you got to find the pass into those runs. So Oscar, Magnus, we're looking at you guys to be able to be hitting those guys when they're busting their. Burns. There's gonna need to be some cleverness. Yeah. To this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we're not going to go in and just knock guys out of the way. No. Even Luke, when he comes on, is not going to go in and just knock guys out of the way. No. They're big dudes. They are physical dudes. It's going to be tough. Be some, some trickery. Uh, I'm told reliably, zero injury concerns going into the game. Everybody's fit. Everybody's ready to rock. Everybody's <coughs> where they want to be. Uh, team leaves tomorrow, mm-hmm. Thursday. So they'll have uh, they'll have an extra day in Pittsburgh to get the lay of the land. It's it's big time. It's big time. This is big boy soccer. Yeah, we've reached it. All four of the teams that are left in the Eastern Conference are big boys. Yeah. There were six teams all year that had a realistic shot at it, and all six of them made the Eastern Conference yep. semifinals or quarterfinals, and four of those six are still left. It was predictable that way. And now it's time. Let's go. Let's go get them. Yeah. All right. Uh, news and notes. You got any purple stuff left? 
I do. A little cheers. A little cheers, yeah. Niall McCabe, up for USL Player of the Month. Yeah. Go yeah. vote for him. He was not doing well in the voting the last I saw. Go vote for him. Uh, Who else was in there? Two Loudon players, because Loudon came on strong. Uh, and then, then some guys from the Western Conference, so who knows? Yeah. Um, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be hard for him to get back from where I saw him in the vote, but uh, you know, if Lou City Faithful gets out there and votes, we got a shot at it. That being said, uh, we've talked about the bus trip. Yep. You want to be on the bus with me and my wife and the rest of the Purple family? There are still spots available. Yeah. Go ahead and get on the bus. Get on it. Join us. Forty-seven dollars. To get a ride there, a ticket to the game, a ride home. You don't got to drive. You don't got to find a hotel. You don't got to find a ticket. You don't have to do anything other than show up, get yeah. on a bus, get off a bus, get back on a bus. That's it. It's your entire roll, $47. Or you could spend $80 of your own gas money. I was going to say, like $47 is so much less than the gas to go up and back. Plus, the t- then you got to buy the ticket. Yeah. Then you should probably get a hotel room because you'll be too tired to drive home after the game. Yeah. Uh, this is a great deal. Come and join us. Thank you again to the folks at Toyota for taking care of us. Uh, you know who has good cars? I've heard that about Toyota. Toyota. They do. Uh, I've heard that you might be in the market for I one am. of those good cars. I am. Uh, do you have any other thoughts about the game? No. Do you have any other thoughts about Loose City Soccer in general? I just love them. Me too. <laughs> and I'm hopeful that everything goes great. Uh, I will mention that we uh, still have not talked... NWSL, nope. the team, and we will still not go in depth in we'll it until after the loose city season is over. We'll get there. Uh, we'll talk about it, yeah. but not yet, not now. Yeah. We have um, things to focus on. And and I, I want to be completely straightforward and honest. I don't know enough right now to be a useful commentator on it. I feel confident that I can learn enough. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this off season, I intend to watch hundreds of games. To learn the players, learn the everything. I There's the not US, that much to talk about yet. I know the U.S. women's national team. I don't know the rest of the U.S. Uh, the that that league, and so uh, it, I'd be doing a disservice if I tried to talk about it. So bear with us. Um, stadium still coming along nicely. God, it looks good. Putting the roof fully on now with Whew. the uh, with the wraparounds. Whew. It's looking real sharp. Whew. Looking real sharp. Uh I want to I throw this out there. Okay. I'm assuming you're a season ticket holder now. Everybody that's listening to this, I'd be surprised if I was talking to anybody right now who is not a season ticket holder. I bet like 10% of them. Okay. So there are some people who haven't bought tickets yet. I bet 10%. Well, let me say this to you specifically, you 10%. There is a time limit for when you can buy your season tickets. Really? Not... To buy them. You'll be able to get a season ticket right up until the games. Don't worry about that. There's a time limit to be entered to win the ultimate fan experience. Now, you might start seeing this online. Okay. Yeah, I know that we've posted a few little uh, teasers about it. Just calling it the ultimate fan experience. And the reason we're calling it that is because we can't give away the details because it gives away cool stuff we're doing in the stadium that we want to be surprising. Okay. Which limits the effectiveness of the promotion. Yeah, it does. This is. But the thing is so cool, we want people to be involved. And so uh, 
get your season tickets so that you can be entered to win this. Because everybody who has a season ticket, you're entered. Okay. You've already done it. That was going to be my Good question. If, you, yep. like, if you're one of the people you who immediately got, got your season tickets. You're already entered. You don't have to worry about a thing. Cool. But we haven't set the specific drop dead date, but it's soon. Okay. Of when you can no longer be entered to win that. And I'm telling you that it is awesome. It involves upgrades to things. It involves on-field things, in-stadium oh, things, geez. team things. Jesus. And it involves a specifically badass thing that I can't talk about. That's annoying. I know. It is. <laughs> That's super annoying. Listen, I'm terrible at keeping secrets. I'm awful at it. I generally am just like, hey, let's just talk about this thing and get it out in the open. I'm not allowed to talk about this thing, and it's all I want to talk about. Because, in my opinion, it's going to be the thing beyond Loose City, beyond the awesomeness of the stadium, beyond the regular, complete badassery of Lynn Family Stadium. It is the thing people will remember. When they leave Loose City games, when they leave NWSL games, if you're 11, it's the thing you'll remember about the stadium. Holy crap. If you are 35... What does it rhyme with? And you get to do this, it's the thing you'll remember about the stadium. It's awesome. And I want you to be entered to get it. So, that's all I'll say. This is annoying. But, go buy your season tickets. If you're one of those 10% of people who just hasn't gotten them yet, quit delaying. Because... I know there are people out there thinking, I sit in the supporters section. We're not going to sell out the supporter zones. I can get my tickets in my own sweet time whenever I want to. You can, but you want to be entered for a chance to win this. And uh, we're going to have one grand prize winner and six other finalists. When will we know what it is? We will be announcing all of the components except for the ultimate component within the next three weeks. Okay. But go get your tickets. When will we know what the ultimate component is? It's distinctly possible that only the winner will know what it is until game one. God. Where we will just tell the winner. Because it is that top secret. Really? It's pretty fun, man. It's pretty fun. Holy crap. Uh, And here's the thing. This is the glorious part about this. I've just said that. And now, if that glorious thing for some reason breaks, doesn't show up, doesn't work, doesn't, doesn't come to fruition, doesn't exist... I could just say, oh, it was this cool thing in the stadium yeah. that I was talking no, about. No, you're playing it good. It can be anything. <clears throat> uh, so that's that's it. I'm if just I don't saying, win that, it's going to be annoying. Yeah, and I think if you do win it, people are going to call collusion. But, hey, we'll see. We'll find out. Um, they're not going hey, to <laughs> call collusion. No, probably not. The ten people who listen to this are not going to call collusion. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> Uh, but go get your season tickets. Like, I don't generally do the beat the drum, go buy our stuff thing. I generally am, uh, support the team, go support the team. That's very true. However yeah. you choose to. I'm telling you, if you're planning on getting tickets and you haven't yet, go do you're going to regret that if we get to the end of this. And uh, if you are not planning on buying season tickets, I really don't know what the hell you're doing talking to us now. I mean, you could live in another city, I suppose. But uh, even then, yeah. Even then, come on, guys. Go ahead and buy your season tickets. You're going to be a part of all this. Okay. Um, I got nothing else about Loose City Soccer. No. I got nothing else. What I do have is uh, I want to I wish a big congratulations, good luck, Mazel Tov, 
everything to our boy Andy Frederick. Oh, thanks, bud. Uh, my co-host is uh, days away Whew. from uh, becoming a father. Oh, gosh. You guys, it's actually on a schedule. I won't list a day. I don't want to... No, yeah. Things, we, but, like, we know when he's going to be here. Yeah, yeah, it's not like a... It could be any day now. It could be this specific it's day. It's going to be a specific day. Right. And it's very soon, and we won't do another broadcast. No. Uh, so this is the last time Andy and I will be doing this podcast where he's not a father. Yeah. And that's uh, that's that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy talk. We will have the game on. So here's, so obviously because of the date, <laughs> yeah. Andy won't be on the I bus. I will not be on the bus. Um, or if he is, he will be something single. Is, something is yeah, wrong. Yeah, he will now be a yeah. single dad. Uh, if I'm on the bus, question why I'm on the bus? <laughs> what happened? Yeah, no. Um, here's uh, how awesome my wife is, and. Mother of my child. She understands that we need to watch the game. Sure. You got to. Yeah. We Le- need to watch the game. Leo needs to Leo watch the game. Leo needs to watch the game. Yeah. And so, we will be watching it from the hospital room. That's crazy. We'll have it on. That's and I great. swear to God, if a nurse comes in and has to do some nursey thing, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> like, you need to... And, well, and here's the other awesome thing, is that I have a tradition of... So, last season, during the playoffs, I wore the exact same articles of clothing... Sure. ...for every playoff game. Of course. I didn't As shave, you do. I didn't trim my... I didn't shave my beard. I didn't, like... Right. Yeah, you do the, you do the playoff stuff. I have all the stuff that I wore to the Tampa game. Okay. Ready to go. Ready to roll. Part of my go bag is my stuff. Is your uniform. Yeah, which I will game put on. Uniform. I love it. I love that. That's thinking ahead. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. Now, how many changes of clothing will Leo go through before he puts on his first Lucidity City gear? Not many, honestly. Yeah. Not many, because you yeah gave us yeah. his first Lucidity City gear. I did, I did. That's exciting. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm hopeful that uh, while my wife and I are enjoying Pittsburgh and getting to spend some time out there, yeah. I'm hopeful that uh, we will receive a picture of Leo. Yeah, you will. Really, I'd prefer for him to be standing and cheering on his own. We'll see. Uh, but, you know, any I'll encourage it. Yeah. I'm getting some trouble, but I'll get. I'll encourage it. Come on. Get up. It. He might be able to. <laughs> what if he can? <laughs> if he can. He's, if he can, he's playing for Lou City by the time he's six. What if he can juggle already? <laughs> just out there. He's got, he's got a little, uh, a little hacky sack. Just like, <laughs> he can already this. do it. Uh, no, it's extremely exciting. Uh, I know that everybody in Scouse's house, and by extension, everybody in our fan base mm-hmm. is uh, really excited about it. We're thrilled for you. Uh, we wish you absolutely the best of luck. And, it's a future uh, ball kid for you to boss around. Uh, I, the, well, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but uh, this child will, uh, you know, Lucidity Camp. Yeah. Walkout kid. Yeah. Ball kid. Yeah. Uh, academy team. Yeah. Lucidity first team. Yeah. Captain of the Lucidity first team. Mm-hmm. Eventual captain of the U.S. men's national team. Yeah, absolutely. And probably all-time world-leading scorer ever. Assumedly. One would have, one would figure. Here's the thing, and this is, I don't know if this is sad. I'm choosing to believe it's not sad, but uh, if you know me, I am a tall person. If I were to play soccer, yeah, 
I would be defensive. There's You'd no, either be a goalkeeper be, or a yeah, center back, and there's yeah, not really there's no, nothing else for me. Or, I, I mean, Peter Crouch, a famous forward, was 6'7", but he um, was extremely yeah. unusual. Yeah. Um, Leo is, is sitting right at average size. And seems likely to between your size yeah. and your wife's size. Yes. Yeah. I, I see him being a mid. See him being a future Paolo Del Piccolo? Yeah. I could I could get behind that. Yeah, I see it. Well, and I know you didn't name him after Lionel Messi. No. So, you know, Leo Messi is a uh, pretty famous soccer he player. He is. Uh, I've heard of him. You've you've heard of that guy. <laughs> so, uh, Leo Leo Frederick has got a uh, has got a very uh, you know, shake the foundations of the earth kind of soccer player name. Like a uh, but you're, it's a soccer remember, name. Leo Frederick is a soccer name. Yeah. You remember when 16-year-old Leo Frederick burst onto the international scene? Everyone does. So we're excited about it. We're excited for you. Um, it's 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 going to be weird playing a playoff game on the road. Yeah. So I was definitely a fan of Lou City when they played uh, in uh, Rochester in 2015 and yeah. in New York in 2016. I was a fan. I was already watching the games. We had a watch party amongst our friends. Yep. Yeah. To watch those two games. But we weren't unbelievable, insane diehards until early in the 2017 season. Really, the 2016 season into 2017 is what turned us into big fans. Or abnormally big fans. Uh, So, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. We, in our true, true, hardcore fandom, have never watched them play a road playoff game. No. This is it. This is the first one. Let's go out and get a win. Yeah, uh, I think we got it. I really, really. It's do. exciting, and I hope that uh, next week we are doing this podcast, and uh, your your baby is interrupting us repeatedly. I hope that's exactly what happens, and we're doing that podcast very joyously, talking about uh, Lou City playing in the Eastern Conference yeah. Final, either in Indy or in Nashville, and uh, whether or not it is appropriate to take a week and a half old baby. On the road to Indy or Nashville for an outdoor playoff right? game. It seems like that's fine. I feel like that's okay. You're, I feel like humanity made it this far. You're over a week old. You're old enough to go. Yeah, you can travel. And, uh, you know. I've got your stuff. Right. Like, there's a, there's a baby bag. I've got your stuff. Right. And what's he going to be like? No, Dad, I don't want to go. You don't have to He's do like, anything. No, he just lay there. <laughs> All right, so we're going. Um, all that being said, it's very exciting. Uh, go, go watch, go support the team. However it is you choose to support Lou City, but support them because this yeah. is it's the biggest game of the year, which means it's the biggest game we've ever played. Because every year is the biggest game we've ever played. Yeah, let's go win. It's big boy pants time. I can only think of one way to support the team or to end any given podcast, yeah. and that's by saying our favorite phrase: "Go, go City." City.